0: Coming next, stay tuned. I didn't coin the term techno-stress, but we are suffering, I think, from stress of technology. That area of technology stress that is brought upon us that we may not have control over.
1: Absolutely, and it's really the confluence of techno-stress with the economy.
0: You know, that goes with one of the three great lies, including the checks in the mail. Welcome to the Healthy Aging Show. I'm Dennis Petuas, and if she can get it out, she's...
2: Maybe if I can get it Of course I know my own name.
0: No. Well, it's, uh, you, were, I'm you were snickering Dawn and officially Del then Greco.
2: Laughing. We've been battling in the studio.
0: The guest that we have today, she'll write, if not a chapter, maybe a whole book about this whole event.
2: Fortunately, she has the <laughs> correct profession for us today.
0: We are talking about issues about getting older, intelligent aging, lessons for life.
2: You know what, Dennis? We actually need a comfort keeper.
0: That's the reason that I'm in this business, because when I go... Go off the edge. I had 50 people or 60 people <laughs> that could take care of me, but I think that they would all refuse.
2: Actually, you no. Know, the reason I bring this up is you have stated before, which I hadn't thought of, that we restore relationships.
0: And whose or which relationship are we trying to restore? Since we're
2: fighting so much <laughs> off the air, I guess we need one. Are
0: you kidding? We've got a shrink in here today.
2: I <laughs> you know. We've got, we've got a that's how you, to fix we, it.
0: That's how to restore the relationship. Somewhere along the line, I thought, gee, with the economy the way it's... It has evolved with people's unemployment. And how does technology play into that or against that? I didn't coin the term techno stress, but we are suffering, I think, from stress of technology. What are you pointing at me for?
2: You're suffering from technology stress.
0: I'm suffering from a lot of things (laughs) that are, uh, we've already established that I'm a victim of the day, (laughs) at least for the day. You win. We have yes. our expert Maud Purcell, and Maud comes to us from where's the bio?
2: I told you we didn't have a bio. Then she can
1: do her own bio. Oh,
0: then oh, we don't have a bio. So what? Maud, could you tell us in who are you and what do you Thirty do? words or less, yes. everything about you. Of course. Okay.
1: I'm the executive director of the Life Solution Center of Darianne. and by training, I'm a psychotherapist and an executive coach, and I work with corporations and organizations. And stress due to technology is one of the big things. I deal with both in my office and at the workplace.
0: From personal experience or the experience of others? <laughs>
1: A bit of both, Dennis, but I don't know if we want to get into
0: that, do we? Well, we'll probably get into <laughs> it whether you like it or not. That's true. But the issues, and again, what I saw was that area of technology stress that is brought upon us that we may not have control over because we may feel compelled to bark when told to bark, to jump when told to jump for the sheer satisfaction of keeping your job. Absolutely. And the expectation that you will answer the phone on the third ring at three o'clock in the morning on Sunday. Or you suffer the wrath of God and the fear, too, that there's always going to be some idiot out there that's willing to do it and if you don't do it, they will and you're out, they're in, and you just lost your livelihood. Is, that's a real fear, isn't it?
1: Absolutely, and it's really the confluence of techno-stress with the economy.
2: Now, back in the you know, back in the olden days when the, the first technology was coming up, I remember the computer and the statement combined was that we would probably be working a three- or four-day work week, which sounded pretty good at the time. And the only person who was answering a phone ever after hours Would be someone who is a, a medical professional such as yourself
0: You know, that goes with one of the three great lies Including the checks in the mail <laughs> Right. But you're old enough and I'm old enough to remember And Maud's just a baby She right. doesn't remember anything of course. But when businesses closed on Fridays mm-hmm. at 5 o'clock They reopened at 9 o'clock on Monday morning If you had to transact business with them You either made some kind of arrangements in advance or you waited until Monday morning and we didn't have answering machines. We certainly didn't have cell phones. Star Trek hadn't even invented them and life was more controllable or more controlled. We had more downtime Mm -hmm. and we used it, but we didn't realize how much we needed it because obviously since then we've consumed all that downtime because there's some compelling need to do that.
2: You really did have a sense of control in that you were sending out perhaps in a business situation, a letter and you'd have that. That time frame for it to get there, follow up with a phone, and then a response back, but the fax machine was really one of uh, the next step in escalating the contact and the speed of what uh, of which business was performed. Oh,
0: absolutely. That I think that changed the business world. Absolutely. All of a sudden, now time zones didn't matter. Distance didn't matter. However, it was a written document. It was something that you perused, hopefully before you had it printed. In fact, now we've lost that the time to simmer down to edit, to get it right, get to be proud of what you sent.
2: With all the changes in technology, you're watching families and individuals come in all different ages. Correct. So with the changes in all that we've seen, techno stress as far as phones and TVs and clickers and cell phones, Twitters, do you have an order in which you, when you're looking at those different items, is there anyone that's that's leading the pack that's causing problems or are they all really merged together?
1: I would say right now, I think the texting is the big issue. I think that people expect you to be able to respond immediately wherever you are with, at the very least, a text message. And that the darn shame of it is it's true that we can do that. You can be sitting in a meeting and you can text somebody without having anybody hear it. So it's it's really very troubling because there is that built-in expectation today that someone can get back to you immediately. And if they don't, there's some implication about that that's not good.
0: And excuse me, but how rude is that to be in a meeting and text someone. Think about, you wouldn't be on the phone with somebody in the middle of a meeting or having a sidebar conversation with someone, but yet you feel totally comfortable to be disengaged in what you're there for to deal with something
2: else. Absolutely. And every meeting you attend, which I probably didn't turn off my own cell phone as I'm saying this during this interview.
0: I left mine in the car. Wow. How's that?
2: That is very good. That is very good. Now, is the stress really different than what we've experienced before? From years ago Do we just park it In a different place Or is it different
1: I believe it's different It's different and more In the past There were things That went wrong Because we couldn't Address issues immediately But those things Had more to do With emergencies And fortunately Emergencies For most of us Aren't an everyday experience Today Because we have access To this technology Everything is an emergency Exactly And we live What I'm seeing Is a a kind of chronic Post-traumatic stress, where we never get to let down, we're always on alert. And in my field, there's a word for it, hypervigilant. We're always waiting for the next thing to happen, and we never feel as though we can let down completely. And that's very troubling, and it takes a long-term toll.
2: And that has a physical presentation in Absolutely. your body, the presence in your body.
0: Now, when we were exchanging these notes and questions, which we had so many versions of that it...
2: <laughs> that's because I was involved in that process.
0: Well... <laughs> I'm not pointing fingers at anybody. We just had a lot of pieces from different directions, and you had you did a stellar job of merging them together, Bob.
2: Well, I caused a right. reason for them to merge, um, but...
0: <laughs> but the point was that, damn, you do that to me all the time. Every <laughs> time you open your mouth, you take away my thoughts. There
2: you go. We were, we were talking about all of the different variations because I began the techno stress when we first were looking at this topic before going on vacation when I hit Send. And part of the document came to you, but not all of it. Oh,
0: that—that's right. And so and I <laughs> had what I thought was your complete work of art, which was not at all. And one Sunday afternoon, having nothing better to do than sitting in my house with the laptop in my lap and watching a football game, I said she didn't get the point. And so I went and I drafted a whole series of what I thought this was going to be all about. But the oh, I I know where I was going before. Okay, the point was that. There are techniques. When you go to search techno stress, technology stress on the internet, everyone has solution. Leave your phone off, reserve certain times a day of the day to do certain things. And those are all fine if you're in control of what's coming in and what's going out. You're only in control of what's going out. Unless you live on an island, you don't care about employment, money's not an issue, and interpersonal relationships you could care less about. The fact is, as we've said, this is a two-way street and one way doesn't care what you're doing. It cares about what you can do to solve their problem or give them information or give them satisfaction. And that puts stress on you that these other techniques may not be able to relieve unless you solve the core problem, which is the jerk at the top of the chain that's sending you emails that's making you jump through hoops. We're going to take a break. We're talking to Maud Purcell of Life Solutions, and we're talking about techno stress. And if you don't have it, be fortunate, but you can easily get it down at Staples or any place that sells a computer or a cell phone or whatever. We want to thank Maud for being our guest. We promise to play this to its end in the next couple of episodes. We hope that you find some little gem in this to benefit you in your daily life. Podcasts are of varying lengths. We try to keep our podcast to a digestible size. You could almost say that we're exit to exit on the highway. We don't want to overstay our welcome, but if you're in bumper to bumper, scroll our offerings on our website. They'll make waiting and traffic more enjoyable. We invite you to come back to enjoy and learn. Please subscribe, recommend our podcast, and visit our website, healthyagingshow.com. Hope that you had a good day. We hope you have a better day. And we'll see you the next time on The Healthy Aging Show, the home of intelligent aging lessons for life.